and welcome to another episode of Podcast Detected. Two short things before we get into the episode. One, this is a roundtable discussion. It was recorded via Zoom because that's the easiest way to record for people at the same time. The audio quality is not that good. I'm very sorry about that. That's just the way it is with Zoom. I tried my best to fix some of it in editing, but my my talents are limited when it comes to audio editing so i did my best i'm very sorry it's not the best quality at times and the second thing is that the main part of the episode is mostly unedited i did cut out ums and these parts where two people started talking at the same time you know these things but mostly i left everything else unedited and the reason for that is that I wanted to make sure that the integrity of what the people wanted to say is is kept. I was very afraid, oh sorry, it's my cats in the background. I was very afraid that if I cut out stuff, then it might give like a different nuance or a different context. And I was very worried. Nuance is something that is very difficult to grasp if you're not a native speaker. And I did not want to put uh, wrong things into my guests mouths so it's mostly uncut this is the conversation that we had it was a great conversation and here's the episode and i will talk to you in the end of it hello and welcome to podcast detected it is yet another episode my name is elizabeth and today i am joined by the wonderful erin Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being Hi, here. I'm hey, also Hey, so- thanks for having me on again. Uh, always, always. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've it's, done one. It's great that you could make time because uh, you might know Erin is a mom. And so being a parent in these times is, uh, I think, especially difficult. It is always loud in my house. So I do apologize in advance if there is background noise of children or dogs. They are, the dogs are wearing their bark collars and <laughs> the kids are supposed to be otherwise occupied. But anyone who knows kids or dogs knows that they don't always do what they're supposed to do. So, And also uh, with me today is Steve. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. You are also, I think, based in the U.S., if that is correct, right? That's correct. That's correct. How are you holding up? For the most part, doing just fine, you know. Uh, we will also have Matt on later. He is kind of like a recurring guest. You have heard his voice before on the podcast. He's running a little late. So today we have this episode, which is a bit more like a roundtable discussion because it is a very... It is a topic that has been causing quite a stir in the fandom, I think, ever since it was announced, and that is the new VIP membership package. So Six to Start have completely redone the way that the pricing is going to work and the virtual races are going to work. And not everybody is happy about that and I have seen in a lot of like in the Facebook group for example a lot of people bringing the topic up again and again and again and so I thought we can bring up the problems that we have and see if in the end we can come up with I don't know what would work better for us I guess in the end we can only do our part and then 
it's up to six to start, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, so before we get started, maybe we should um, introduce ourselves a little bit. So um, I'm going to start if that's okay. Uh, sure. My name is Elisabeth. I have been with the Zombies Run fandom for a long, long time. I joined Zombies Run before season two was released. So I think shortly after season one had the radio mod update. And uh, I've started a podcast uh, six years ago, more than six years ago. It is uh, incredible. And because I have been with this game for such a long time, I am a legacy member. So that means that in this new, I, I, I keep calling it the new way of, of pricing, but that's like the, the subscription-based model that uh, Six to Start introduced a few years back. Uh, I have the cheapest option available to me. So I pay, I think, seven euros for my full membership for the whole year. Just one of the perks of being a legacy member. I am not super into the virtual races. That is one thing that I have to make very clear, I think, up front. I like the virtual races, but I am not, it's not like a huge deal for me. So keep that in mind when uh, I will share my opinions about the new pricing, that this is not that important to me. Oh, and Matt is here. Let's have him in. And Erin, maybe you can go ahead. Sure. All right. Well, I'm Erin. Um, longtime listeners have heard my voice before. Um, I joined Zombies Run back in 2015. So I am also legacied in, but not quite at the great price that Liz has. I think I pay 20 US dollars a year um, for my full year subscription. So yeah, I joined the podcast in 2016, 2017. Somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah, it's been a it's been a few <laughs> years. Um I joined around the same time that Paulette did. Um so yeah, so I've been I've been around not quite as long as a lot of people, but long enough to have seen <laughs> a number of seasons come and go. Um I enjoy the virtual races. I don't I don't get all of the extra swag, like I get the race pack, but I don't do the t-shirts and stuff. Um they're I don't know, I, I find them fun. I find it a, a thing to look forward to, especially because I don't do a lot of in-person races. So I like the virtual races because I can, they seem to hit when the weather here is good. So it's like, it's a race that I can do without being miserable. <laughs> so yeah, I think I've done all of them. Steve, do you want to say a yes. few words about yourself? Oh, how are you? Um, I'm Steve. Um, I'm on RaffleNet and, uh, Facebook a lot. I joined uh, Zombies Run sometime in 2016 and um, been running with a lot with it ever since. Uh, I think I've also done all the virtual races. Uh, I missed the first one when it was live, but I've run it, ran it when it was, uh, I believe it was uh, given away as part of the package for the second one when, while, that, while that was live. So I have run all the races, even though one of them was not during the actual race period. Um, I'm caught up as far as uh, on all the seasons. So I'm kind You've of- You've been busy. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I said it before, but, I'm, but I'm, I'm based in New York. So there are a lot of races. You can pretty much run almost any length race almost every weekend if you, if you, cho if you chose. So I was running a lot of races on prob some, um, to the tune of sometimes two, two on a week, two on the week, same weekend. Um, 
with with that, uh, I don't always get all the extra swag. I swag with the races. I usually get the um, the uh, the race pack, and then if I like the T-shirt, I'll get that. Or yeah, I have at least one of the mugs from the uh, Tomorrow Island race, and uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. It uh, also um, my wife isn't here right now, but she also runs with Zombies Run, and uh, so it's kind of a family thing with us. That's cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today, Steve. And uh, Matt, I'm also really happy that you are here because uh, the VIP package, like I said, is very like closely tied to the virtual races. And when I think of the virtual races, I always think of you, Matt, because you always organize these great meetups in London. So maybe you want to introduce that's, that's yourself right. as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's very kind of you uh, to, to say that. Um, yeah, so I guess I started using Zombies Run back when it was in the Kickstarter phase. So I can't remember how I first heard about it, but I paid into the Kickstarter. And then when they released the finalized app separately, I then paid to download that. Uh, so I have the, the best uh, grandfathered legacy price available. Um, I've done all of the virtual races since they started. I think, yeah, I'm trying to cast my mind back now. I think RuffleNet did exist when the first virtual race happened. And that's how we organized the very first virtual race meetup. And they started kind of a bit sort of ramshackle and uh, it was a bit like herding cats. And then I realized that actually what people really needed was a benevolent dictator to um, just, you know, pick a date, pick a place and, um, and get things going. So that's my top tip for anybody organizing a meetup, whether it's for a virtual race or not. Uh, in terms of merch, I've, I, I bought the Zombies Run book. I've bought not every single virtual race t-shirt, but I, I tend to get them because I think they're a nice souvenir from the virtual race. Although I think now I realize that I've got, you know, plenty of virtual race, well, plenty of running shirts anyway. So I'm only going to buy future virtual race shirts if they appeal to me on the on the basis of the design so after all this positivity <laughs> i want this to be a positive uh, thing because i always want my podcast to be a very positive thing but we cannot just close our eyes and say that the new vip membership pack has not caused some controversy so basically what it is is that you can now update your membership, whichever you have. So the legacy membership that Matt and I have, or slightly more expensive ones, to this VIP membership, which is $90 a year. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I, it, I think it's, part of the confusion that people are yeah. having is that they see the price in US dollars, but then in their own country, the, the exchange rate and the taxes and everything, they, they make it different. So that's part of the issue. Yeah. How much is it? I, I just want to see uh, how much that is in Europe. But I, and, and so this new membership will include everything that the old membership did. So um, the paid membership. So all the, all the missions, all the radio, all the race missions, all the airdrop mode and stuff we had introduced. Yeah, yeah exactly. Custom zombie chases, interval training, airdrop mode. Um, the 5K trainer is also included. Um, that, that is new because I don't think the 5K trainer is included into the membership as it is right now. And no, also no, the walk. You have to buy it separately. 
The walk is also included, which I think is nice because I think the walk goes underappreciated sometimes because there were so many troubles with the app when it came out. Right. And it will also those are included with the uh, with with the April Runner Club. Oh really? The walk, the walk and the yeah, the walk and the uh, and the five K trainer, I believe, are now included with the April Runner Club. Oh, I didn't know that because I I bought the initial apps like ages ago, and so I just same. Oh, but so did I. Know. But <laughs> I believe I remember reading that. And also, and this is I think this is the most controversial point: the virtual races will be included, but they will be from what it looks like now, exclusive to the VIP membership. And I think that what I heard in the, in the blog posts and on Tumblr and on Twitter, I think that is a thing that the people have problems with. Not necessarily, oh, there's this new membership that includes the virtual races, but the fact that it is the only yeah, way to access the virtual races. Which right. for people like me, I like doing virtual races every once in a while. But I know that I, I, I can't do them now because unless I buy the VIP membership, so. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the, really the, the crux of it, isn't it? That a lot of people are saying, well, I might do a virtual race every now and again, or I might choose a virtual race if I really like the idea of the story, but I don't want to commit to a higher price to have the option of doing a virtual race. Uh, as that's the only way that has well, another thing which is a sort of a subsidiary issue which maybe isn't so important is some people are complaining and saying well you know you're giving away all of the old virtual races to the new vips now but personally i don't really care about that i mean i i paid for them at the time and also at the time we had extra experience we had the kind of the live uh ar um so augmented reality stuff, the, mm. the websites and all of mm -hmm. that. So it's not like the new VIPs are going to get the complete experience. I, I think personally, I, I set that aside. And I think I would really just focus on the, this issue about accessibility of the, the virtual races. But that's me. I, I don't know if other people here have a different view on that. I mean, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I, I did all of the math for the, I, I have not upgraded to the VIP membership yet, but I do plan to because I did all of the math for what I'm currently paying, plus what it will cost me to, do, like if I was able, like with the, with the previous costs of the virtual races, considering that I do run all of them, it's not it, it all it is for me is like an annual price increase of like $13, which kind of comes down to like the price of doing business. Like yeah, I expect well. there to be a slight cost increase every so often. So for me, it's worth it just to be able to continue doing the virtual races. So and if you think about it, that's basically like an extra dollar a month over what you would expect exactly. to have paid. Exactly. And but I think like a lot of people say, well, it's not just the fact that it's slightly more money. Um, it's this kind of, it's the principle of, of, sure. of making it exclusive. And that is one of the things that really surprised me because um, as you know, the, like Zombies Run is made by Six to Start and they're a UK based company. And for a long time, they had a main office in London. They've now gone to a kind of more virtual office setup and their, their staff are, are scattered around. So as I live in London, I got to meet and to know some of the staff there and the you know they've always struck me as a very kind of yeah. you know 
I don't know how to put it. Like they're very thoughtful. They yeah. they do genuinely seem to care about the, uh, the sort of the accessibility, the representation. They've often said how much they they love the feedback when people say you know how much the stories helped them with you know their personal issues or depression or just finding fitness from a place of not having that. And so that's the strangest thing about this one is the way that they are prepared to embrace this the vip even the name vip is a bit of a an odd choice i mean yeah. i guess it's a standard marketing tool you know yes it's the vip it's like you know it, we but, had to call it something yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a right. of, it's the sort of thing that that god i can't remember the guy's name from uh parks and rec uh uh, it's the sort of thing that somebody sort of it's a, it's a bit crass it's a bit vulgar to say you know hey this is vip in comparison with the more um inclusive ethos of the rest of the the way that this story is told and marketed yeah, yeah. tom haverford it's the, the tom haverford way of marketing it not the not the six to start way of marketing it the right. regular the regular membership was called the able runners club which i think is a nice name and kind of reflects what it is really well and, and what you're saying and uh, you have the legacy members which is okay it's nice to think of yourself as a legacy member but <laughs> yeah it's it's i think it people would be more okay with the price increase which because if you really if you really look at it, $90, that is a lot, but it's also not that much. I just did the math, that's about 75 euros spread over 12 months. So I don't think that the, the price increase, I think everybody can understand that you know, things need to be more expensive if you put out more seasons and, and more features. I think the biggest problem is the exclusivity of the of the virtual races. I think it's the exclusivity and also, I mean, like you said, you know, it's not that much when you spread it out, but this is yeah. a lump sum that has to be paid up front. You can't pay. I think that people would probably be more likely to buy mm. into it without as much complaint if they could take that $90 or 75 euros or whatever and pay a monthly fee that adds up to that rather than paying it all up front. I've seen a lot of people in RaffleNet asking, you know, would it be possible to break this into two payments of $45 every six months? And Six to Start has said, you know, the, the business model that we're working with in order for us to be able to do what we want to do, no, that's not possible. And a lot and of And that kind of touches on some of the issues that I have with it. Because for, for, for me, and I think you and I are paying about the same thing for the uh, Able Run Club, mm -hmm. uh, it really doesn't represent much of an increase at all because I was absolutely planning on getting the races and it works out to almost the same price. Yeah. It's, it's a very, very much a negligible yeah. difference. Um, the, one of the issues I have is that it, it kind of takes away your, your ability to choose a little bit because let's say a race comes up and I just either not interested in it or maybe, maybe I have an injury mm -hmm. and I know I'm not going to be able to fully participate. Hey, sure. I may not need, I may not want to get that race. Um, and, and uh, in addition, we, we always got the twin packs because, as I mentioned earlier, my, my wife also runs. So we would also, we would also run the virtual races, races at the same time. So that's not really possible if we both need VIP memberships now. Right. Um, the other thing is 
you you mentioned that six to start has been saying we we we're working with this model so that we'll be able to do the kinds of things that we wanted to do in the future and to me that's that's a very vague statement and i really don't see what what more we would be getting for this even though I'm, I, even though I did say it was, it was not much of a difference over the course of course of uh, a membership and a virtual virtual races, and the virtual races, I don't really see how what kind of benefit that the average person is gaining from this new higher tier membership, other than some kind of vague illusions of things that may be coming in the future, but we don't want to say what are they what they are, and it's it's extremely vague and we're we're talking about promises of things that we don't even know what they're promising yet yeah i mean for for me it doesn't make that much difference but i absolutely understand why people are upset um about the vagueness and the exclusivity and the cost increase like they're all i mean all absolutely valid reasons to be for people to be upset for me personally it doesn't affect my decision to upgrade when I eventually remember to. I should probably do that when we get off the call just because otherwise I'll forget. But I absolutely don't, you know, disagree with any of the points. And it, it seems weird because Six to Start has always been so upfront and engaged with the fans. This does feel like a shift away from that and into kind of more, I guess for lack of a better phrase, like more corporate speak and like it makes them feel more like like every other business out there um which again you know from a business standpoint i understand it but it's not the way things have been in the past and so i think that's a lot of why people are getting upset because it's such a hard left turn from what we're all used to i feel like and this is just speculation i feel like we all know that zombies run the game as such has kind of reached its peak. Like we had this very long storyline. We will hopefully have more seasons, but I think everybody can see that this is not something that can go on for another 10 years, which is why they keep introducing these new, like, um, what are they called? These like short stories where you can run like science fiction The new stuff. adventures. The new adventures, exactly. I think this is one so way for them to, and, and maybe this new financial model is a security for them. So they know that they can keep going even in a phase where they are not sure whatever they're doing afterwards, will that be as successful? And so sure. this new model will secure them uh, financially to, and if, if the next thing they do is not as successful, they will still be able to survive a little bit longer. Which That's just my, my assumption, I don't know. One of the things that has come up, and you know, I have had, I think, uh, when was the last time I saw Adrian? Because I did the Edinburgh Half Marathon last year, and he was, he was there for that. And we had a kind of little dinner meetup beforehand. And I'm trying to think if I've seen him since then. But, it, oh yeah, he came on to one of the Zoom chats that we had early on in lockdown, and he he did say at that point they don't have any sort of plans to wind down the the zombies around story. But I do think you might be onto something when it comes to like you know it, it couldn't it, well I can't see it lasting forever and ever. But I think no. there's still there's there's legs in it. But I guess the point for them as well is that 
that they want to di they've got a platform which is good for storytelling and running and they've already tried to diversify that a bit with the race link uh the, the charity races and some of those were organized for british charities uh like there was the journey to the center of the eye there was a stand up to cancer there was um there was a couple that they organized with the british science association for uh, for a science week and so they've obviously tried to expand their platform into other avenues than just a story set in the zombie apocalypse universe um so i don't know that they're trying to phase out the zombies but i think that they want to try to appeal to a broader audience which kind of makes sense because one of the things that i've had not problems with but trying to explain it to people like being really enthusiastic about it saying oh, i should try zombies and they're like yeah i don't like zombies i'm like well it's called zombies right it's not really about zombies it's about all sorts <laughs> of other things yeah uh, um but so i think this is part of it they they want to you know if you imagine all of the people that would do a storytelling based running app there's a much bigger audience than the only those people who would do a story based running app set in a zombie apocalypse mm. so so if they can get a broader audience to use the app then it's obviously more financially viable for them so that i think that's part of it but yeah. um yeah so yeah. it's it's a it's a balance to be struck and, and this new model will make it easier because yeah. uh they they can never be sure how many people will sign up for each like virtual race and so this way they will know we have this amount of people who will pay for the whole year yeah i think I, one of the points that i don't Stephen like it but raised, i get it <laughs> so yeah one of the points that Steve and others have raised is that you know it's a risky move because you're yeah. saying to people pay a large sum of money and you'll get all of this stuff but you need but you really stuff? need yeah exactly. and, and also yeah, you really need people to you really need people to kind of love the product before they will pay that large sum of money and you know I'm going to pay it I probably I'm I'm planning to upgrade to VIP probably next payday before so close to the virtual race period so that i can benefit from my legacy membership for a, for one final month yeah um, but um i think another thing to it's important to remember is um we keep talking about it in terms of a price increase and i think we're already in the mindset of the, the committed fan who wants to do everything and in principle wants to run all the virtual races for those people who weren't particularly interested in virtual races in the first place, there's no price increase if they don't upgrade to VIP. So, true. You, you know, so I think it is helpful to put it to, to remember, it's not that every price is being hiked, it's that some of the content that was previously available as an optional purchase will now only be available in a specific membership package. And that's a slightly different proposition to saying, you've hiked the price. It's like, well, one of the aspects of the product is now available only at top price. So, you know, I mean, maybe that's a bit of a semantic point, but I think it is important to realize that, I think one of the things that, that has happened on RuffleNet, I've seen people saying, oh God, I can't afford this new price. I'm not gonna be able to continue to use the app. And it's like, well, you can still use it as a free member or as a, you, on your existing legacy membership or on your regular Able Runners Club membership you just won't take part in the virtual races. And I think a lot of people 
I mean, I don't know, presumably Six to Start have got huge amounts of demographic information on the um, on their user base and who does what and how many people, you know, do which which parts of it. But I know that of the active users, there were several tens of thousands, possibly even hundreds of thousands of people actively using it. But based on the leaderboards, you could see that about two or three thousand people would do each virtual race. So. Um, I can, tell, I can speak for myself. I don't think I would have ever done a virtual race. I don't think I would have done ever done a race at all had I not done that first virtual race. And that was very much the gateway to further racing in any kind of race. And now, I mean, COVID notwithstanding, they've pretty much canceled every live race in the, in the New York area for uh, essentially going forward or definitely through October. Um, so, I don't think I've ever would have gotten to the point where I was even considering doing a race yeah, had I not really done that point. first virtual race. And if that, if it were, if I were today faced with the same proposition of joining the VIP membership and ju just on the prospect of maybe I'll try a race and see mm -hmm. if I like it and see how it, see how it is. Um, I can tell you, I would ver be very unlikely to have put down $90 yeah. Uh, to just just for the opportunity to try something that I may or may not like. Sure, that's a good point. And that's a really good point. Yeah, I think also something that's that's interesting to consider is uh, well, two factors: the the demographics of who is using the app. So I think just based on you know where smartphones are, the largest proportion of Zombies Run users is in the U.S. and they've they've published statistics on this before. So. That's the biggest customer base, but there are, you know, significant other customer bases in other countries. But also, yeah, there's the concept of who is running races and what do people normally expect of a race experience, and moreover, what do people expect from a, a virtual race? And I'd never heard of a virtual race before Zombies Run did the first virtual race. I have a feeling that they were slightly more common in the US than in the UK but I don't know that for sure. Um, my experience of racing in, in the UK was, uh, you know, the, the, the mass, participa ra mass participation races with hundreds or possibly thousands of people turning up to a specific event and, and racing a, a marked course and getting a, a time. And the idea of doing that virtually just seemed really crazy. But on the other hand, I was already using a running app, which had a story and lots of virtual elements to it anyway. And I, I wanted to do the virtual race because it was a quirky new idea. It was a new bit of story and I was running mostly for the story. So I wanted that. And also, I think at the beginning, I realized, well, actually, you know, I've always been on the lookout for other Zombies Run users. And... <laughs> Perversely, if we do this virtual race, which is set up so you can run it uh, any way you like, <laughs> and you don't have to meet up. I know we can organize a meetup to to kind of you know completely subvert the purpose of the virtual race. So yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, I wonder whether part of the decision around this is looking at I don't know what amount of market research they've done about you know who is buying virtual races, who is attending you know real world races, and um, you know, I, I imagine that has factored into it. I, I, I'm speaking as somebody who is not doing all the virtual races and is a legacy member. So for me, like, 
for you it's the same, Matt. It's like such a huge difference in what I pay each year. And I don't do all the races. And so, to be honest, when I heard about this new VIP membership, I was like, okay, the races were fun. Maybe I will still join like a meetup in London if I have time, but I will just not participate. And then they announced that there was going to be a virtual race with Jack and Eugene, who are two of my absolute favorite characters who I've missed so much in the last year. So damn year six to start. No, I have to upgrade to that. I just wish there was a possibility to get the virtual races outside of the VIP package. Like it would be yeah. fine. Like if, if you pay, if I pay more, yeah. because Steve, you said it so well, if I have never done a virtual race, I'm not sure if I'm going to like the virtual race. So I'm not going to upgrade anyway. I think that's right. Six to Six to Start could presumably get the same benefit in terms of driving people to a higher subscription if they have that, but also make the individual races available at a, an unfavorable cost. Right. So yes. it might be like, you know, pay $90, $90 for your annual subscription all in, or pay $30 for your April Runners Club and then $50 or $40 for a yeah. single race. And it'd be Absolutely. like, you, you do the single race, you think, that was good, I would like to do more of those, but I don't want to pay $40 each time, I'll just up my subscription. I mean, And also, uh, if, you have, if you have, if you really do have discounts in the store, for example, so yeah. if I really mm -hmm. want to get the cute, what is it, um, Radio Able World Tour t-shirt, which I totally yeah. want, I haven't <laughs> even seen it, I, I want it, uh, then if I see it's like 29 euros for a vip member and 49 for me then this is already yeah i mean maybe they maybe they will move to that after they've kind of really pushed this whole yeah. everybody signed up for the vip but it just i think one i think one of steve's comments previously was it leaves a bit of a bad taste in the mouth because mm. it's not yeah. it's yeah. not the what we've it's not what we've come to expect and i mean on the other hand you know, trying not to be too hard on them. Like I've said to, in, like in other meetups in the past, like, you know, the, the value of the the price that even the regular Able's run, Able Runners Club price is so great when you really break down what is included in that. And I think Adrian at one of the meetups did say, you know, he, he's had business consultants, people saying to him, you know, you have got you've set your price far too low you are you know you could be you could and should be charging much more for this product and so part of the problem they've got at the moment is we've all got used to a price which is probably you know too low especially for legacy members. Yeah. i mean i'm almost embarrassed almost embarrassed by how little i'm paying for this <laughs> See, but i do think that i give them a lot of benefit in terms of my evangelism for the app so i, I must have generated I must have generated at least uh, you know a, a dozen other other active users through my evangelism. But it, it, yeah. for me, it takes away a lot of choice from mm. the person using it. Um, again, like I, I wouldn't have, I probably would never have run a race, um, and it does. It it definitely does leave a bad taste. Uh, as far as the price, I know I've spent more than that on a single live race. And one of the things, uh, significantly more than that, and one of the things that separates the zombies run virtual races in the past versus, versus really any other 
virtual race are the augmented reality mm -hmm. aspects of it. Especially, I, I always go back to the second virtual race where there were barcodes to scan and ID cards and even the t-shirt tied in with the actual, the actual race event. And there, there were so, so many things that went along and the buildup and little Easter eggs to find before you started the race. You really, you really were able to suck the marrow out of this virtual race. And yeah. now a lot of that has, has kind of gone, gone, gone away in the more recent virtual races. And it's, wow. it's, it's not simply buying the race and running, running the race itself, including the, the, the three missions leading up for, mm. it, for it. It's, you're losing all of those augmented reality aspects. Yeah. And there's really no way to get that back Oh, it reminds I mean, me of season one. <laughs> we had so much <laughs> augmented reality stuff in the first, like, yeah, I think, one and two seasons. The emails, the emails you could send, yeah. like, the Netrofield Twitter account you could follow. Oh, yeah. oh I was, man, yeah. I was cool. blown away. I was blown away by that stuff. That was the amazing. Same. <laughs> I don't I think I knew about I mean, that. Sorry. I, I loved, um, I loved all that. And I think I, I agree with what Steve was just saying about the... Uh, the quality of the race, it's the, kind of the augmented reality stuff. I mean, you can see on the camera, I'm wearing my uh, European Rescue Force shirt from the, I think that was Virtual Race 4. The build-up for that virtual race was great. It had um, a, a website that went live, I think, two weeks before the virtual race started. And as it timed, as it counted down, there, there was a map that updated with all of these kind of news events. And it was kind of like real sort of, prologue to an apocalypse movie stuff with all these little you know a satellite has come down and there's a an oil spill here and all of this stuff and i mean that sort of stuff is great and also it but it doesn't have to be as elaborate as that there were the um i think the first the first halloween virtual race had the um the, the ruffle net threads in the in-universe ruffle net threads with the characters uh, leaving messages um i can't remember what they were called but they were brilliant and you you know, they didn't give the names of the characters, but you could tell from their Rufflenet handle who it was, like eight yes. is going to eight and stuff like that. It was so good. So I think, you know, I feel like the, if they if they promised us like these vague promises about things that are going to come in the future, if we think, knew that this was something that they'd include more. I don't know. Yeah, even if the vagueness was we're going to do more augmented reality yeah. stuff, like that's still yeah. super, or we're hoping to do more of this. Like it's yeah. still super vague and nonspecific, but it would maybe give people a little bit of something to look forward to as opposed to yeah. we're thinking of doing stuff, which yeah. doesn't that, really that tell us much. That, that real time augmented reality stuff, more so than say, I mean, I suppose in the last virtual race, there was the puzzle book. I mean, I don't know. I, I found the most recent virtual race a little bit less engaging in terms of the build-up, but I mean, I know some people really liked it, but what I think would be, like we were just talking about the augmented reality for in season one and two, and also the augmented reality in the early virtual races, with that really interactive element, if they could commit to saying, you know, it is going to be, that content is going to be there, and that's part of the value of being in the VIP, mm. because you know, you're not only getting this extra content, but it's really community. Um, Maybe you get it earlier. Sort of interactive. 
Yeah. Um, so. And then I guess, you know, and then you could still say to people, you know, the virtual races are going to be available for purchase, maybe on like a, a, a 12 month delay or something. So if you want to participate yeah. in the, uh, in the sort of the augmented reality online kind of uh, community stuff by the VIP, if you just want to do the race later on, well, you can buy it six months or 12 months later and, but you don't get that that real-time yeah. thing. There's, I'm going to have sorry, to go in a minute, guys. So uh, I hope... Um, Thank you for being here, Matt. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry that my, my timings, I, I no, kind of no. messed up a bit. Don't but, worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure I'm leaving the, the conversation in, in safe hands. And uh, I look forward to hearing it when it goes out on the podcast. <laughs> Was there any last, any, any last thing that you want my final words of wisdom on? Or shall I, just, uh, shall I just log out? If I do not upgrade to the VIP membership, can I still come and hang out with all of you for the virtual <laughs> race meetups? I'm sorry, we're very exclusive now. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point. On the, on the meetups that we've had in the past, they've been timed to coincide with the virtual race. And the purpose was so that we could then sort of chat about it but I've never intended them to be only for people running the virtual race and I think in the past there have been a few people there who have not been running at all so I think yeah explicitly for the future if we when we do do more uh, meetups in the future it's not going to be you can only come if you're doing the virtual race but it's more of a kind of beware there will be spoiler chat about okay. the virtual race. Let's wait until UK lifts uh, the traveling ban for Austria. So <laughs> until then, yeah. nothing's going to happen either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah God knows waiting. if Steve and I will ever be able to attend anything ever again. <laughs> Probably not. <because laughs> the US is not allowed to leave the country or yeah. welcome anywhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah, I think okay. the rest of the world is going to build a big wall around the US. And oh, I just... Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come stay with one of you guys before that happens? Sure. <laughs> I'm one of the good ones, I promise. <laughs> okay, Matt, thank you so much for being here. Have a great yeah. evening. Yes, have a yeah, good thank evening. Thank you guys. It's lovely, lovely to talk to with you all. And, uh, yeah, well, we, should do, we should do more like just general Zoom chats for like zombies. Sure. Absolutely. I, I wish we would. I really do. Yeah, I'm so, do I'm so, I was so sad that that, that fell away when, when this whole thing started. Yeah. yeah. All right, That's take care, guys. See you soon. <laughs> Bye, Matt. Right. So I think what we have collected so far is we do not like particular like the way this whole VIP thing was like dropped on us. Like I personally didn't enjoy that much. And we would like to have access to the virtual races as regular members. I would be fine with having the virtual race like a few months later. Yeah, I know Adrian has said that there aren't plans for that but i can't help he but hasn't wonder said no he hasn't said that will absolutely never yes. happen he has said that as of right now that is not the plan I, so i can't help yeah. but wonder if there is a possibility that they will roll that out later on down the road i don't think they will i think that's just a nice way of saying we're not going to do that <laughs> anything Unless it all, unless this really fails, then we have to well, start trying new things. There's too much pushback, and this doesn't end up working out the way they hope it will. I wonder. I mean, if it works out the way they hope it will, then there's no reason for them to do that. But if it doesn't, I wonder if they will adjust the way things are going forward. I I, I may have run my last virtual race because of this, yeah. because I I really I mean I I may down the road change my mind, and and again the 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 price increase is negligible to me it's not the, it's really not the price it's the fact I mean, all right i just went on rafflenet and 
there's a thread of what features would make zombies run even better. And the thread has 419 posts in it. I don't think any of those features have been implemented of, of any of the suggestions that people, that people made. How long There's ago? Been, um, How long the has threads, the post been up? The, oh, the thread? Long time. Very long. Okay. Okay. Very long time. time. Yeah. It was um, originally conceived in September 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. I remember that, yeah. And there, the first post, it would be great if the app could sync with another, another person via, blue, via Bluetooth, support for other languages, send challenges to in-game friends, coordinate runs with, with, other, with other people. There, there, there's uh, hook, hooked up to RunKeeper. There's a lot, a lot. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's a 419 post list. Yeah. Um, some, some posts have multiple, have multiple listings, listings for suggestions. So I think I've even made a few suggestions myself. I think I said something about the augmented reality thing because I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, I could listen to a podcast about zombies if I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they've, they've removed a lot of the, gamification features so the the base still is a base but the base doesn't get attacked the base, there's, there's really once you've done building it there's really not much mm. more that happens with it and that was also a big draw initially uh and a lot of those faqs are still up if you go on their on their website some of them may have been very recently removed but a lot of them are still up that teach you let that that the like the info for the tower this is the only building that can be attacked and, and damaged and that doesn't even that doesn't happen in the app anymore. I so remember that. Yeah. There's 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 a track record here of making a lot of grandiose pro, um, claims and promises, and not when 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 the story is told, not really doing much with them. You know, there are these grand plans that never seem that never never seem to come to come to fruition. That makes me very leery of so, when when someone says great things are coming. Mm. Not going to tell you what they are, but there's great things coming. Well, what are they? We don't have any plans to announce them. So, do you have a plan that makes that that really? It's I can't tell you how many red flags that sets off for me. For me, I think until now, uh, my experiences with six to stars have been very good ones. So, uh, I too. I I will give them the benefit of the doubt here, but I do completely understand that other people might not agree with that. Like, also, there's not a lot of, for me to lose because, like, I, I don't pay, I pay, a, like Matt said, an embarrassing amount of money for the app. So, yeah, but I get it. It's like, what, what are those things that are coming? Do you have any plans? Can you, we don't need the business model in detail for the next 24 months, but just a little bit more information about that. I think a lot of people would sleep easier and upgrade yeah. um, easier. One point I want to uh, bring up, because I saw that in the Facebook group, a few people mentioned that they said, oh, the price increase is so much for the legacy runners, which is true. Uh, there should be a cheaper version of the VIP package for like legacy runners. And as a legacy runner, I say no, no. Because yeah. if we break it down, we started the whole subscription-based model, I think in season three. So basically we bought, I bought the initial app, which was season one, I bought season two. They had two models, which is just the main missions and main on-site missions. So I bought that and I bought the race missions. So eight years ago, I spent about 30 euros on all of that. 
And in the last five years since we had this new subscription model, I have already made up, like made back a lot of that money. So if they decide to, basically what they're doing is they're stripping, they say in the VIP package, it doesn't matter when you joined, you all get the same package. And I, as a legacy member, I'm fine with that because it's been yeah. so many years and people who joined after the new subscription model have been with this app for five years now. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's really fine. This may have been covered on, actually, I'm sure it was covered on RaffleNet and I just don't remember. If you sign up for the VIP at the, the new price and then downgrade eventually, do you go back to your legacy? Oh, probably not. I, I, I can't, can't imagine, imagine. You, you would have to I, go back to Able Runners Club I, at the $30 a year or whatever it is now, right? Zombies Run does not make any money from people like Matt and I. Like, really. I, I, can't, I can't say officially, but I believe I read that you do have the option of going back to your original <laughs> original legacy price. Yeah. Oh, I, interesting. I, I, oh, wow. I, I, let me see if like let me see if I can if I can find that. Yeah, so it but if you pay for the VIP upgrade. I had see. I remember seeing people on RaffleNet talking about you know people who would like sign up for the the VIP just to get through the virtual race and then they would cancel it. That is probably why you have to sign up for the whole year and pay. I was going to say, you, yeah. yeah, you don't sign up and then if you can't, you know, do your virtual race in October and then if you cancel it, you don't get money back for the rest of the year. No, you just I, then spent dollars for one virtual race i guess if i like if i upgrade now to vip next year i will get the notification hey do you want to go back to the free app or do you want to up, like keep your yeah. your vip membership and the then i can decide i found the post from adrian on oh. rafflenet it's it's in the zr9 vip membership uh thread uh that's from july 15th and uh the post is titled A Few Answers. Uh, bullet point, the VIP discount for merch won't be specific to virtual race. Uh, no one is getting kicked off of RaffleNet. If you're here, you're here to stay. If a legacy member opts for VIP and then cancels, they, they will be able to resume their legacy membership. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I did not expect that. That is actually like, if, if they had told me you're then in the Able Runners Club and your legacy membership is done, I would be... I, I would have accepted that. I mean, I, I, I don't say, know. But... I don't know. Just based on, because this is based on this alone. I don't know for sure if that applies to the mm. Able Runners Club. It specifically says legacy members. So yeah. legacy members could mean people who were around for the Kickstarter or slightly after that. Um, so I, I, again, I don't speak for six to start. I don't know what their policy is going to be. <laughs> right. I'm not even yes. sure how that would work technically, but that's what the, answer is from the RaffleNet post uh, from July 15th from Adrian. Okay. Now, so, so here's another question that one of you guys might have an answer to, or maybe not. So my, um, right now my Able's, Able Runners Club is due to renew on November 8th, mm. but the virtual race is going to be in October. So if I were to upgrade to VIP now, would I then be due to renew? No. Okay. It would just, they would just because I know I have a friend who had signed up for the VIP and she said that she basically got, I think she basically got the money for the rest of her Able Runners Club subscription back. I believe they, they like, prorated it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they prorated it. Okay. So, so then instead of 
when I, if I sign up today for VIP, then I get prorated for the duration of my able runners club, the next two months or whatever. And then my VIP subscription will renew in a year from now. Okay. That's although I think some people have had some issues with that. Um, as far, as far as they, 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 and I think that's mostly been an Apple pay problem, but it still is a technical mm. issue. Yeah. I mean, like at this point I'm, I'm two months out from the end of the able runners club membership. So like, if I don't, it, it's not like I had, you know, a month in the books and then it would be most of a year that I would need prorated. Like if I don't get that, you know, $5 or whatever back, then it, not even cause it's 20 bucks for the full year so. Yeah. If, if I don't get that money back, it is not the end of the world. It is obviously still, you know, a, a glitch that probably should be fixed. But for me personally, I would not put up a stink about it. I just renewed my legacy membership, I think, a month ago. So like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to upgrade, but I really want the Jack and Eugene uh, veterans. I don't know. I have not made up my mind yet. So... So do we have any final uh, conclusion words for our round table? We did not solve the problem, but that was not the idea for this round table. I just wanted to I think to until ask. one of us becomes a high-level a high level member of the Six to Start <laughs> uh, I mean, Zalia went to work for Six to Start and she was in the podcast. Uh, That's so. true, but is she high enough to, um, no, she, if we had she, solved the problem, could she have made I that work I think she does her? customer support. If That's I'm, what I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, customer support is this. So if you have any problems, that's one thing that I want to say, like customer support is really good with Six they really to Start. Are. It's yes, like, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I've never seen, and that's probably one of the perks of being a relatively small company, but because try contacting like EA with a game problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you can't. <laughs> thumbs up for that Six to Start. Uh, absolutely. Good, good job with the customer support. Uh, I do want to say, yeah. I do want to say, I, I absolutely love this app. I love the community around it. I love, I love what it's done for people. I, I love the company. Th this was, to me, just, this was a really terrible misstep. Mm -hmm. And I have trouble, I'm really having a lot of trouble supporting it. I'm even having trouble enjoying the app right now. You know, oh, I haven't sad. run with it. I haven't run yeah. with it since the, since the inception of this. And it, it almost seems hypocritical to, to do it. And I, 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 have a lot of trouble supporting this decision yeah. and i'm gonna I, I i may one day upgrade when i get worn down to the point where <laughs> i feel like i really want to but yeah. i i i don't i every fiber of my being does not want to encourage encourage this can this to continue and yeah, so i get that I, I feel very sorry about that this is I hate when, when stuff like that happens, when it's like just, yeah. it's just one decision and for people who, who love the app like you do, it's kind of souring the whole thing. Personally, I do not have the same issue because uh, I remember back in the days there was uh, a certain aspect about a mission that we were very unhappy with because it was very unfortunate the way it was like written. And I remember that I did not want to go on another run. It, it left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And then they had this like blog post and explaining it and apologizing it and saying, this is not what we wanted. We're very sorry. 
and that made it much better and then I could enjoy the app again. So I really hope that Six to Start can do something for you and people like you that might make it better in the end. So hopefully, you, I don't know what they could do, but hopefully, you know, the, the trust you have in the app and, and the company is not gone forever. I, I hope you can re rediscover your, your love for Zombies Run because it would be a shame if this is how it ends, right? Yeah. I, I really, I, I think I've said in the past and I posted on anything, this podcast, when I discovered it, it, it oh. made the app new for me. Really oh, did. thank you so much. It was yeah, really it did the nice same for me when I found it. Yeah. I found yes. it several years, unfortunately, after you started, but, but uh, it really did. It was, it was really great to go back to some of those earlier days of the podcast and really hear it from, from, from a fresh set of eyes. It made it all new to me and it was, it was a lot of fun. Oh, thank uh, you. I'm, thank you for doing it. I recently went, um, because I, I remember that I hold, had this old YouTube channel where in season two, I would do uh, review videos of each new uh, emission. And they were very bad, like technically they were very bad. But <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. This was great. I, I used to love like every like week the new like missions would come out and I just really love that uh, which is why season two is still my favorite season of all time and nobody can ever change my mind about that <laughs> but yeah it's, it's good to hear um, the podcast as it is now uh, will go on a bit of a break so we will have uh, another group of people coming in uh, we have already talked to them I'm very excited and it will change a little bit but it is going to be a for a limited time and after that runs out we will see if we will come back or what we do but uh, yeah i hope everybody will still keep listening because uh, there's some interesting stuff coming up yeah erin is there anything else you want to say any final words no i think uh you know i think we've we've kind of covered it i'm i'm planning to upgrade um i'll follow sam Yao literally anywhere um, I, I have yet to be able to think of where I will not follow Sam. So at this point, keep, keeping Sam and my other able friends around is important enough to me that I'm, I'm willing to pay the little bit extra. I'm willing to forgive. I, I do agree that I wish that this upgrade thing had been handled slightly, but I'm willing to forgive it because I love the story so much. So, yeah. So mixed, mixed reactions and mixed plans. We will have Matt who will update, Erin who will update, Steve who will probably not update for now, and me who is dying in agony about the Jack and Eugene mission that I might not be able to run because yeah. I cannot decide if I want to upgrade just yet. But uh, listeners, um, yeah, this is a wildly discussed topic. If you want to uh, give feedback for anything we said, if you have other points you want to bring up, you can of course do that. This episode will be posted on the RuffleNet in our thread, so you can just uh, reply to that. It will also be in the uh, Zombies Run, unofficial Zombies Run Facebook group and on our Tumblr. So if you are from the Tumblr crowd, which I have to say the Tumblr crowd is not super into the virtual races, so they have been relatively calm about all of this. <laughs> but you can also, of course, talk to us on Tumblr. That's fine as well. 
So that's it for our roundtable discussion. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I will go to bed. Yes. And <laughs> it is late there. <laughs> it was great having you. And let's all hope that this is going to improve, that this whole situation is going to improve. We, we will have to wait and see, I guess. Thank you so Thank much you. for being yeah. here. It was and, good talking uh, to you guys. How, how, how do we always... Uh, stay, do we say stay safe out there? Stay safe out there. Yes, we do. Stay, stay safe, safe out there. Out there. <laughs>been a special episode of podcast detected all about the vip membership upgrades thank you to my guests on the roundtable discussion aaron steve and matt the music you heard was rich grove by jason kassler if this is your first time listening to the podcast we are very happy to have you welcome welcome and if you want more podcast detected we've been here for more than six years so there are lots and lots and lots of episodes in our back catalogue that you can enjoy. But that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and bye bye.